0: We're wine tasting in Santa Margarita. Margarita. Sip, sip, sip and welcome to sip sip hooray i'm mary babbitt
1: and i'm mary Orlin. and you come to the podcast where wine is always always
0: fun that's right we put the cheers in wine sip sip hooray cheers to that hey we have a fun show for you today we're headed on a road trip down highway 101 in california to the town of Santa Margarita, which is just south of the Paso Robles wine-growing region. It's this small town with a big personality, and a big part of that is Ancient Peaks Winery.
1: Right. Mary, I'm so excited because we have a cover girl on our show today, Amanda Whitstrom-Higgins. She is a dynamo. She is part of one of the families that Owns Ancient Peaks, and most recently she was on the cover of Wine Enthusiast for their 40 Under 40 edition, and it's really awesome. You can see the cover on our website, sipsipparaypodcast dot com. But you know she's in her you know, full cowboy rope lassoing glory, and she just looks like <laughs> a
0: strong, awesome. Cool gal. She is really incredible, and you're going to fall in love with her as we did. She is full of heart and hard work and passion and just a delight to spend the day with. So come along as Amanda gives us a tour of the vineyards and a clue as to why the winery is named Ancient Peaks. And then we sit down with Amanda and learn about her very busy life as a woman in wine, a rancher, a wife, and mom.
1: And if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends, your family, and also please subscribe so you can get our latest podcast
0: when they drop. So giddy up, we're going to Santa Margarita.
2: Well, welcome. Um, We are in the middle of our Margarita Vineyard, which is the southernmost vineyard in the Paso Robles AVA where we're standing is 14 miles from the Pacific Ocean. The name of our winery is Ancient Peaks. And if you look right out in front of us to the west, you can see the tail end of the Santa Lucia mountain range, um, which is the reason for the name Ancient Peaks. Because of that range and the geologic activity around it, we've got a really wide array of soils here on the property. We're standing in front of our Cabernet Sauvignon vineyard. This area,
0: you call it oyster
2: ridge absolutely tell us about that so this section of the vineyard is called oyster ridge so when i was referring to the mountain range that is just standing to the west of us um they're, they're at one point where we're at was a seashore and we call this section oyster ridge because there's all of these oyster shells that are that are open and exposed um in the soil that only survive in about 50 feet of water and it's a really unique soil profile almost 100 percent calcium which is great for grapevines because it's got really low nutrition levels and so the vines struggle producing you know a more intense fruit so you still find oyster shells up here yeah, absolutely we've got um just over just over the the knoll and if we were to dig in this area which we did recently for a study um about a foot and a half below uh, subsurface is just riddled with these oyster shells, and and um, and the soil profile is almost white like flour. Um, oh, wow. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And then that
1: shows up in the wine with the minerality, um, kind of that. Um, Almost, a sea salinity, minerality. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just one of the soil types that we have here mm-hmm. on the property. Mm-hmm. There's actually five um, that are most prevalent. So it's it's an it's an estate vineyard. It's owned by three families, and I'm proud to represent the next generation um, of ownership and to really tell the story of this great place and and let our wines speak to 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 the people that drink them, and 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 having that unique flavor profile that comes from really the soils that these vines are grown in. Yeah, and really connected to yeah. the ancient past. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you want to walk over there and show you? There's uh, like petrified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So about ten million years ago. That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah, right? And I talked to a guy who um, actually is an oyster farmer in Morro Bay, and he said the majority of those oysters are. Um, about 8 years old when they were petrified yeah Yeah. so let's see so this is the section of the vineyard that you can that they're really prevalent and you see all the white spots on the soil it's amazing nature you know and um, so I feel so proud to be able to represent this place which Mm. has a very authentic story to tell in itself Um, you know starting with the soils yeah
0: so sure is a beautiful spot <laughs> really a little piece of paradise up here We are excited today to be in the town of Santa Margarita, and joining us today is Amanda Whitstrom Higgins, who is Vice President of Operations at Ancient Peaks Winery, and she's also co-founder of Winespeak Paso Robles, which is a global industry event, and president and founder of Dream Big Darling, a nonprofit helping women in the industry. She wears a lot of hats among them a cowboy hat (laughs) (laughs) because she's married to a cow rancher and she's also a mom of two so amanda my goodness i'm impressed that you made time for us today because you got a lot of stuff going
2: on oh it's so great to be here thank you for having me welcome to sip sip hooray yes i'm so glad to be here finally and and having this idea come to fruition so congratulations to you both (laughs) thank
1: you so you, um, one could say you're a mover and shaker in the industry, especially in the Paso area. Um, you and your family and the other families that own Agent Peaks have really made some contributions to the area. And, and also, you're passionate about the area, about the farming business, about grape growing, and you're spreading that word across the country?
2: Oh, it's been such a joy to represent our community. I'm fourth generation from the pastoral bowls region. And, and I remember growing up and, There may have been, you know, one one exit into town off of the freeway, but this was really a quiet, you know, cow cow town. And so to see how the wine business has transformed the community and to be able to give back to others and spread the joy of wine to people throughout the country is pretty darn amazing. And um, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. The
0: Paso Robles wine scene in particular has just blossomed over the last decade
2: or so it certainly has there's over 250 producers over sixty thousand acres planted um in 2014 they developed 11 sub avas to help tell the story of the region Um, there's talented winemakers coming here from all over what's really exciting is that a lot of the wines that you'll find from pastor Robles that are distributed nationally are below twenty dollars twenty five dollars i should say and um the predominant varietal planted in the region is cabernet sauvignon which is the riddle a lot of people are familiar with and drink, and so. Um, and it's often very expensive. And right, <laughs> it's a great or the, the quality that's coming out of our region is a great alternative mm-hmm. um, for new new people to the industry. And the thing that I love is to be able to showcase a wine that people can drink every darn day, you know, and and not feel mm-hmm. bad about it, and so. That's what we focus on at Ancient Peaks. We do we do have some wines that are um, special and collectible, but the majority is meant to be um, consumed and enjoyed every I love day. I that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's,
0: I think, a really wise, uh, but also um, a friendly approach to wine, right? It's um, it, Like in our show, we try to make wine accessible. Absolutely. And when you have a, a price point of $25 in that neighborhood, that's accessible. It doesn't feel like you run the risk of failure if you buy it and are, you know what I mean? Like that's, I think so, it holds so many people back. It does. So many people are afraid to buy the wrong wine, or that
1: they, you know, spent $25 and they're disappointed.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, um, it's, there's certainly, world-class wines that come out of our region and I think we have values at every price point mm-hmm. um, but that entry into the market um, to get a fantastic wine at a, a reasonable price gives people the confidence to come back and try something that that maybe they enjoy during the holidays or give us a special gift as well so um, it's a it's a fantastic industry and um, I love the approachability of the wines that we make at Ancient Peaks, is, you know, trying to over-deliver at the price point and um, and create wonderful memories, celebrating, right? That's what it's all about. And if
1: you all could see the entire property, the Santa Margarita Ranch, where all the grapes are grown, um, it's just stunning, 360 degrees, and looking out over rolling hills and vineyards, and oak trees. And
0: yeah, it's a pretty special place. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us some of the backstory of the, this place and um,
2: how grapes ended up out here and uh, how you guys ended here? Sure. So actually the grapes were first planted to our ranch by the Franciscan missionaries in the 1700s. Um, they planted a small vineyard that they were using for sacrament. And we found um, grapevines that are now in the creek bed that are gigantic that were we believe were some of the original vines planted by the missionaries. So that's the history of, and actually I think those are the first vines planted in our region. Um, it's, it's pretty wild when you go out and, you know, we, we explored a group of us at our lunch break. If we're, if we're needing some nature, we go out and walk and we were walking in the Creek one day and there's just like, you know, these huge over the grapevines are growing in trees and there's all these clusters hanging down. It's It's crazy. You know, wow. it's, it's pretty, you know, I I haven't had any when they were fully ripe. Um but it was, you know, it's amazing. And so that those grapes were first planted um in our area by the missionaries and then um it, the first commercial vineyard was planted by the Robert Mondavi family in the late 1999s. And that vineyard was actually planted on our ranch. And um, And then in 2005, we had the opportunity to take control of the, of that vineyard. And so we were excited to really showcase the potential of this place with, with making our own wine. And so the three families that own the Santa Margarita Ranch joined forces and came up with this vision to to tell the story of of the property through ancient peaks, which the name ancient peaks is a tribute to the mountain range, the tail end of the Santa Lucia mountain range that when you're out in the vineyard, it's all you see. And as we were looking at earlier today, it's forged these amazing soils that are very diverse. And so within a single vineyard, we've got a ton of diversity because of the soil profiles and the terrain and the facings. And so we're able to make estate wines with a a lot of character from a single location. Mm
1: What a special place, really, really special. And it's fun that you have that history, and you know the Mandavi name is big. And um, to you know, be custodians of the property of the project they started, and you're continuing is is kind of cool.
2: Yeah, it really, you know, unfortunately they left before they had taken any fruit off of mm. the vineyard. Um, but the the work that they did and laying out the project and the um, you know, the research, they were really onto something and it's, um, yeah, we're just have- fortunate to get to carry on that legacy. I'm kind of curious how they found you
0: down here. I mean, there's in- quite a ways from their flagship
2: winery. Well, I think that uh, them, and it's hard to say it's speculation. Um, and I, I don't have the, the true answer, but what we're finding in the Pastorables region is that the access to owning your own property, um, much easier than in some of the other regions in california and so a lot of talented winemakers are coming from all over to to stake their claim in this region because they can fully be in, in control of their own of their own vineyard of their own winery um and the soil profiles that are here are amazing. But in addition, the diurnal temperature swings are ideal. We can see 50 degree temperature swings at any given day during harvest, which really slows down the ripening period and allows for more phenolic ripeness because the berries get, you know, I don't want to bore you, or bore you, but they're, the flavors come from the skin and the seeds. And so um, you want smaller berries who have a higher con- contact with the skin and the seeds and you want a longer growing season so that they can extract more flavor and color And you get that here yeah and we we, absolutely Mm -hmm. so it's so you grew up
1: in agriculture and um, you were telling us earlier that you just are so happy to be able to continue to work in
0: agriculture did you do 4-h
2: i didn't do (laughs) 4-h but i had horses my husband loves 4-h and ffa and Mm -hmm. um Absolutely. Agriculture is um, is a wonderful industry. And I think that the success of our region and our industry is based lar- largely on um, that agricultural mindset and community where, you know, if you need something, you borrow it from your neighbor because it's, we're all, the rising tide floats all ships. And for the wine industry, we certainly need one another um, to to tell the story of our region. So, it's wonderful to be able to um, share a sense of place, which is what our wines showcase from from our little part in the world with people from all over. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, when they come here, or, or taste our wines around the dinner table, or enjoy them around an event, that they're creating their own memories. And I think that's what's most beautiful about the wine industry. Agreed.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of your wines, let's taste something. You've got a selection picked out for us.
2: Yeah, so some fun some fun wines. Um, I've got our 2018 Rosé. It's 100% Pinot Noir. It all comes from a section of our vineyard, which um, is a really cool site, this is made in the traditional method, so harvested early, um, and just a beautiful wine. Beautiful for summer. I love the color. If you can't, if you can't see it, it's, it's beautiful. a very
1: pale rose color. Mm-hmm. Just lovely. Yeah, it's really lovely. Millennial
2: pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Millennial. I, is it the color of the year? I feel
0: like I heard that. <laughs> right. Oh, that's so nice. It's really crisp and fresh. Mm. Mm, kind of got a fresh strawberries. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Mm. That's a nice wine. Really good rosé.
2: <laughs> and it's, I think that higher acid, mm-hmm. but not overwhelmingly. It's has, really refreshing. Mm-hmm. And that's a testament to the, the cool climate. You know, you're not battling acid and sugar. And mm-hmm. and so, ultimately, you're a pretty nice wine. That's my summer vibe right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey. Hi, Summer. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, when Mary was introducing you and listing all the things you are involved in, you you juggle many balls. <laughs> One I'm really interested in is your nonprofit.
0: Yeah, tell us about it. Dream big, darling. Yes, and I uh, I love that name. Thank you, because it sounds uh, ambitious and yet um, nurturing <laughs> with the darling. So tell yes. me about it all.
2: That. That's a great way to describe what we're doing. So dream big darling was, um, a project that, uh, myself and a group of a small group of us came together last year and, and started. And, um, I think the, the reason it really stemmed out of an internship program that, we had developed here um, at Ancient Peaks where we were teaching young people. It was a multidivisional internship program where we taught about different aspects of the industry because a lot of times when you come out of school, you have a skill set which isn't, um, isn't totally developed and that sometimes you're not sure quite what, what your best path is. And so we thought we can help these young people learn about a little bit of all of the other ways to be in our wine business Boy, wouldn't they succeed a lot faster and maybe save some heartache that a lot of us go through just, you know, not knowing and... Yes, it's that extending a hand to the next generation. Absolutely. I would have liked to have had that. Right. And part Mm -hmm. of it is that we interview experts. So they're spending time in direct-to-consumer events, wholesale, um, viticulture production, as well as administration. And then they have to go and interview experts from different fields And they have a set list of questions that they ask and they meet with someone for 30 minutes and ask them about their career path and what advice they have for someone else. And what was interesting was nine times out of ten, they came to work for me. Or they went to work for one of the people they in- oh, interned.
0: At the end of this process, wow.
2: Because you found the value in them and they fell in love with the industry. Mm-hmm. And, and they could go into marketing or PR or production or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so it was great. And I kept getting these letters that was like, oh my God, this changed my life. This mm-hmm. was more valuable than college. Wow. And it was, um, I'm like, well, how can we do this on a bigger scale? Because I had kids and I'm like, you know, if you have children, you're... You, you want the world that they grew up in to be better. And so it's this, um, you know, you have this desire to like, what can I do to make an impact? Mm-hmm. And um, what legacy do I want to leave behind? You know, what do I want to see them or have them see me investing in? And so I thought, well, this this could be a way. And I, growing up, have been so gl- blessed with great mentors and visionaries around me. And what I was realizing with these young people that were coming in for the internship was, this is not... This is unique. It's unique that um, you know the, these people that dream really big, like they dream so big you some people might think they're crazy or they're mm-hmm. out there, but you can never accomplish something if you if you can't see it so true. And so they see the world through a different lens that is not taught. It's not um, it's it, there's only a small amount of people who who can see things before it happens. And so I thought, More people need a taste of this because the world will be a better place and everyone will utilize their skill sets better. And, um, so that's where dream big comes from. And then the darling part was, um, my grandmother was really inspirational in my life, but she was a simple person. She, you know, went to high school, wasn't, didn't make any, you know, great waves or, um, you know, huge accomplishments, so Mm -hmm. to speak, but she was someone who cared and was genuine. And when I went to her, I didn't really realize it, how important she was until I was at her funeral. And um, it was like 600 people there. Oh, wow. For somebody who's like, you know, a housewife <laughs> so cool. and, you yeah. know, you know. But then I, look, I got that's to thinking like, she called me darling, but she called everyone
0: darling. Aww. You know, and it was
2: that love and kindness that she, she really ex- touched people's lives. Yeah. And that's the biggest gift mm-hmm. we can give. So, that's what was your grandmother's name? Her name was Betty. You mm-hmm. get emotional talking. About I don't know. Yes, I'm well, it's like that's the biggest gift, and I think sometimes people forget that you know we're all in this together, and mm-hmm. um, you know if if I can help make an impact mm-hmm. and pay it forward and. And teach my kids or other people mm-hmm. that giving back is very important. Well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, um,
1: you're, you're a role model. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, especially, I think, in the wine industry, there's not enough role models
2: and it's, female, and female mm-hmm. role models. It's, you know, it is um it is the oldest statistics say that it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's a male-dominated industry. And to be truthful, um, I think that's starting to change. Mm-hmm. And I also mm-hmm. think we'll have a better industry if we include everyone's feedback because boy what a missed opportunity to not be oh, listening so to half of the population mm-hmm. who's who's frankly got buying power right. who mm-hmm. has a different perspective that's worth you know, who's worth considering grocery
0: shopping. <laughs> right. Yeah. So
2: it's been so fun, and
0: um with Cal Poly right, right down the street, are you guys getting a lot of? And they've got a great viticulture program. They have a program. great
2: viticulture program, and Adrian Ferrara is on our advisory board, Isn't and she's she? okay. fantastic. And um, you know, so there's been an, a collection of of great people in the industry that are like, wow, yes, we want to invest in the next generation Let because it. that's mm-hmm. who's going to end up running these companies, and who's going to be coming up with innovative marketing strategies and, and taking the farming and agriculture who, you know, is mostly done by farmers, mm-hmm. you, you know, people in they're kicking the dirt, you know, we need other people to, to help, um, tell our story and get the word out. Yeah. You know, if, if this industry is going to continue to thrive and grow. So it's, it's been a, you know, it's so fun. And, um, I also realized that through dream big darling, you know we don't have membership fees we're not you know our the funding me- we're raising we raise money to offer a scholarship and the scholarship is for a leadership retreat that we develop the content its nature adventure um small group activities um glamping on our Santa Margarita ranch which is a huge <laughs> cattle ranch and it's we felt like the best way to make con- connections is, and learn from one another is to be out of your, you know, everyday element, not in a ballroom at a hotel, it's to be in nature, it's when you really connect, and that's, if you look at business, that's when real business gets done, if you look at CEOs, and the majority of transactions, Mm -hmm. it's not (laughs) penthouse, right, you're, you know, and so how can we create, how can we create a community that's rich, and and link these up and coming, the next generation, to other movers and shakers throughout the country. That's how we're going to make a real impact. And so that's the goal. And we're, right now, we're accepting applications to our leadership retreat. Um, we've got, you know, we're expecting about fifty attendees. So it's fairly small. Okay, um, that seems like a big number, though. It's you know, it's. Um, it's relatively small, and there's other events, and there's a thousand, mm-hmm. oh, and wow. um, okay. you know, up in Napa and, mm-hmm. and other places, so it's fairly intimate. But, where do you see this going? Is this
0: something that's going to keep taking more of your time, or is it you know, are you delegating it out and hoping other people you know grab a branch and cl- keep climbing? Right?
2: Well, it's already kind of taken. Take in shape. I mean, yesterday I was in uh, the Santa Maria, Santa Barbara Valley or Santa Barbara area with 20 other fellow women in the industry talking about how can they help and how can we grow this community. And um, I'm not sure where it will take you, but also with most companies, it's, you know, if when you're entrepreneurial, you don't have a five-year 10-year plan. It's like when something makes sense, you do it and you figure it out. So I kind of, it, it will be interesting you know, I wasn't sure it would ever happen. And then we were like, well, we might, we need to raise some money to offer these scholarships. And we're like, well, everybody else has an auction. Maybe we should put one together. And we weren't sure how that was going to go. And then one night we raised over 100 grand. And it was like, it was pretty amazing. And everyone just gave a little bit, you know? And, it, um, you know, we we had fantastic wine, fantastic food. the The menu was inspired by Julie Child, and um, now we have a winery that's donating part of their proceeds to the nonprofit, and the the label was made by an up and coming artist, and so it's just been things start snowballing, and so is this your dream, your 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 big dream? <laughs> I you know it's. Um, I guess it's one of them. Mm -hmm. I have a lot I you know you are a big dreamer. (laughs) Well yeah. (laughs) Not compared to the people I work with. I'm more on the small scale. But you know, I think that um that yeah, you do have to think a little bit bigger than what Mm -hmm. you can accomplish. And what's been amazing is um the support that we've gotten within the industry and um it's so it'll be interesting to see where things or things okay. take and take off too. So all right. So drink up, Mary, because okay. we're gonna
0: try one more. Um, We've well, got two open, so you get to choose. Yeah. But, and while we're trying that, I also want to ask you about uh, wine speak. Yes. Right. Okay. Your other project. So what do
2: you want to have us taste next? Well, let's taste the Cabernet Sauvignon. So Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, this is the 2016, and um, this is about 30 percent of what we grow. On the ranch. Um this is close to forty percent of what's grown in the Robles region. Um
1: beautiful color, really deep ruby.
2: And this is a one that you'll find for less than twenty-five dollars, which I a cabinet for nice. less yeah. than twenty-five dollars. From an estate vineyard. Mm-hmm. That's it's family owned. Family yeah. owned and operated. It's so nice. And this has got it's a touch beautiful. of petit brideau, petite Syrah. Mm. Um and a big dose of delicious. <laughs> if I didn't know the price
1: on this, I would think it'd be at least 40 or $50. Thank at
2: you. Least.
0: It's really good.
2: Oh, thank you. I'm you like know, that. that's... Um... $25 cat that
1: drinks like a $50 cat. Yeah. Oh, who
0: doesn't like that, right? Right. That, Absolutely. As you said, that makes it doable. It doesn't... You don't have to wait for a special occasion. Mm-hmm. You can enjoy this with your barbecue dinner tonight right, right? You're, absolutely you're, you're, yeah throwing a flank steak on the grill and opening up a bottle of
2: absolutely or case. you buy a case of it and you've got it to share and mm-hmm. um, it can be your house wine right we want to be your house wine <laughs> <laughs> so yours is pretty
0: mm-hmm. widely distributed so our listeners can find you right? absolutely
2: yeah. mm-hmm. we're distributed in 44 markets yeah. which is um you know it's it's quite an accomplishment we started in 2006 and so it's been a lot of you know hard work and elbow grease to yeah yeah, so um absolutely it's you know somewhat widely available in premium grocery and independent Mm -hmm. independent retail nice Mm -hmm. all right
0: so uh wine speak
2: what is that so, wine speak. Oh my gosh, this is the um, this is an event that um, my very dear friend Chuck Furia, who's a master sommelier out of Oahu, Hawaii, and um, partner in a in a um, sizable restaurant group called DK Restaurants. Um, we we've worked together for a number of years, and I was telling him because in Pastor Robles, it's a rural environment, um, and I'm like, wow, well, you know, he's he loves education. He le- you know, and he's so passionate about teaching. And in Hawaii, the industry or the, the culture is very unique. Like It wasn't that long ago they were training sugar cane workers to work in five-star resorts. I right. mean, they had to transform from, from mm, primitive field farming fields, yeah. mm-hmm. to world-class service and cuisine. And he was part of a small group that really led that transformation. And the Hawaiian Island or Hawaiian fusion cuisine is, it's a movement that's, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's, that's widely known. And so I started talking to him about, you know, I wish that we had more access to education in our area because, you know, sometimes if you're a farmer and a producer, you don't travel the world and see what other people are doing. And, and then you don't have those ideas and you know, that strategy to try new things and continue pushing the envelope. A lot of people do, but, it's a rural environment, so it in our area, and so I thought, well, wouldn't it be great if I said, if what if would you be interested in coming and um, helping teach some of the people in our industry about wine? Because uh, there's not many master sommeliers around here, and he said, yeah when when do you want me to come like I'll come next month and I was like well I'm not ready for you but he's one of those dream big guys you know Mm -hmm. and he's like makes it happen and so he's like yeah yeah when do you want me to come and I'm like well I just had a kid and now's not great but you can't tell him no because it's Mm -hmm. such a it's like, I'm ready. And I'm like, this is such an amazing opportunity for our region, for me personally, to mm-hmm. learn from a master's only who's passionate about Paso Robles. Well, he's passionate about like just about everything. But it was like, oh my gosh, I never planned an event before. And then he says, well, okay, you have that idea about teaching people in the region about wine. I've got this idea. And I'm like, oh boy, what do we, you know, <laughs> what if we created this multi-day event and I invited all of these people that I've known in the industry for the last forty years, and we help tell their stories, and um, we bring them all together in our re- into the Paso Robles region, um, and we create this, you know, global wine event. And I'm like, that sounds like that great idea, but a lot of work. And but I, I just had
1: a baby, yeah. And I
2: was like, but you couldn't tell him no because it was a, it's an, it was and is an amazing opportunity. So. I think we were talking in August or September, and the first event was in January, which is, if you've ever done events, that's pretty tight turnaround. Yeah. Um, and I was
1: at that first event, and like you said, mm-hmm. Chuck just has so much passion. Mm-hmm. He emceed the whole event, and he did bring in some amazing folks. I think the focus was Syrah. Syrah, Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. And some of the producers were like legends.
2: they they were the
1: pioneers and what was really fun is one of the nights they all brought older vintages
2: B-Y-O-B, bring your own bottle and you just got to
1: taste an amazing array of wines and for folks like me I'm not a master psalm I'm a certified psalm, but still to get to taste some of those older vintages,
0: you're going back in time and history, and you're hearing the story about it, it was just so cool. So who are the attendees? Are they all wine people? Who Who's there?
2: It's pretty much, um, if you love wine, it's a great event for you to come to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's people who are in the industry, whether it's winery owners, winemakers, um sommeliers from restaurants from around the country. One of the things that we did this year was um, partner with Dream Big Darling to offer scholarships for eight up-and-coming women in the wine and spirits industry that there were really liaisons that worked the floor because we felt like those people on the floor in restaurants are telling are the front lines to telling the story oh isn't that the truth and but mm-hmm. they don't always have the financial means to come to an event and stay four days and so we thought well you know what let's create scholarships for these people and it was amazing we had florida New York, Hawaii, women from all over. And we had so many applicants. And it Mm. was just, it was incredible. And getting the letters and from those who attended, it was, again, the same thing. It was amazing to meet legends that I have only heard about. Mm. This this experience changed my life. I've been in sales, but I met Jordan Fiorentini from Epic. And she's an amazing winemaker. And now I want to go into production and this experience. You know, and so... Mm -hmm. It was again just. It was just telling the story of others and and highlighting their success and their passion. That it that's what makes this industry unique and special. And I'm so glad to. It's um, gotta be such
1: a fulfilling experience
2: for you to see all this come together. Is and, this an annual thing? Yes. Well, we keep saying we're not. <laughs> we Should we do it again? But this mm-hmm. is we're. This is the third year. So, um, <laughs> the the community so many people have been so supportive of the concept and it's not for profit and everyone's there donating their time to really make the industry better. And the, the number of master sommeliers that we get, and uh, producers that don't attend events because, um, they come to this one because it's, you know, um, Good for you. So, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed to have um, the learning opportunity, and to be able to, you know, help bring mm-hmm. more people to our area, yeah. and but um, well,
1: shows what you can do when you decide
0: to create your own path, your own success, your own dream. Right. Instead of waiting for the world to be the way you want it, make the world the way you want it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. So it was, um, you know, and it's Pastor Rose is perfect because it's halfway between LA and San Francisco um, and it's still an up and coming region. And, um, you know, so we welcome any opportunity. So it's, it's just been fantastic. And I feel so blessed and our entire ownership is, is very vested in the community. And so you know, we're committed to making this a better place, even if it's, you know, so a little bit of my time that's taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like getting a master's degree in, <laughs> in the industry because working mm-hmm. for a family business from a single estate, you don't always have an opportunity to taste wines from around the world or mm-hmm. to, to interface with people who are doing Different things, but I think collectively it adds to um, to knowledge and the ability to help um, channel our region and our company and help groom the next generation together, So I feel pretty blessed.
0: Before we started talking today, I looked over on your desk and there's a yellow button I <laughs> <to continue about. laughs> because I said I think it says a lot about how you operate.
2: Oh, what you're so that? funny! So that was um, a gift. It's the you, you are a badass and. Um, <laughs> Um, so, uh, I, uh do like you, that I know, right. And it's like, you create as if you're saying you create your own reality and, um, it's a great reminder, you know, so, um, and that's a wonderful book, uh, by Jen Cicero. I don't know if you've read it, yeah, but it's, that, yeah. yeah, it's worth reading. And, um, it's a, it's a great reminder of just, um, some days are like, wow, we're starting all this stuff. Can we get through it? And just putting one foot in front of the other is what it's all about. So, mm-hmm. you must have long days. <laughs> so, with two little ones at home, they're how old? Three and five. And mm-hmm.
0: How do you manage? Do you have any secrets or what's the magic
2: of being able to? There's a lot of coffee out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you start with coffee, yeah. With wine. Yeah. So, I think that you know, um, if you're in a job where you're counting your hours, you're in the wrong job, you know? And mm. so that's what I think that finding, finding something that doesn't feel like work Mm -hmm. is what everybody should be Mm -hmm. looking towards, you know? And, um, it doesn't, the, the pay and that, that doesn't matter so much as enjoying what you're doing. Totally and you're, and my, my kids, it's so funny. They're like, oh, mom, you're going on another work trip to go hang out with your friends? Because I talk about yeah. work. <laughs> and like, well, I really like the people that are here. And we get to go do dinners and my husband's like I can't believe you get paid for that like it's crazy <laughs> yeah. and I, yeah. you know, well, so. we hear the same thing too yeah from our friends like
1: oh you're going on a wine trip and it's really hard work yeah <laughs> <exactly. And> it <laughs> is right. but oh you're going to drink and hang out with cool people and mm-hmm. see beautiful places And
2: well I saw the number of glasses in front of you yesterday <laughs> for 135 wines in one day is that seems like work yeah I was so.
1: judging the Central Coast Wine Competition this week here in Paso Robles
0: and it's an epic amount of wine. <laughs> That's all in a day's work. Yeah. So when people visit, mm-hmm. they come into Santa Margarita, the winery is on one side of the street and on the other side of the street are your offices. Yes. And next door to them something that's kind of after you're done wine tasting or maybe you do this before you wine taste (laughs) is part of your property
2: so a big part of um our fun way to see a vineyard that's unlike most others is our agritourism uh, company called margarita adventures and it's a lot of fun so we've got um six zip lines and a suspension bridge um in the heart of our ranch and this modern day ranching is you got to kind of you we've got cattle and vineyards and a zip you know, we got to do, I love it. you know, it's, um, it's the, it's a modern day farmer. And so, um, my, my father is, uh, he's, you know, kind of an adrenaline junkie. And so, um, he would, you know, I was like, let's have some, zip so he was in Costa Rica and went zip lining and, but so what's yes. interesting yes. is there's not that many areas that you could, um, actually construct zip lines because of the topography mm. and the wind it's, um, so, um, we didn't know that when we started, but you know, it's kind of the, it's a perfect area and walking from one line to another, it really is, um, kind of a Rubik's cube of putting some, putting an experience together. And so it's a it's a great way to see um, one of the oldest continuously operated cattle ranches in the state of California, which is our Santa Margarita Ranch. Um, we you learn about the history nature, farming, cattle, and then you get to do a, a great experience. I love home, it. So. so is that a
0: before wine or after wine? Well,
2: we recommend that you do ziplining first, first because mm-hmm. they're pushing you off cliffs. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you want to right. completely sober morning yes. <laughs> Right, exactly. You
0: can be like, oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: that's margaritaadventures.com is the name of our zipline company. But we, in the little town of Santa Margarita, 1,100 people that live here, but it's kind of a um, a booming scene. We've got several, you know, I would consider very high-end culinary experiences. Um, one of the only Joanna Gaines distributed oh, really? stuff, merchandise, mm-hmm. is in our town called The Home Store that you will drop at least several hundred dollars when you go in there <laughs> but, because uh, it's it amazing. Know, yeah. But um, so, and then we've got our Ancient Peaks Winery when we we opened a cafe so that we could help um, enhance the experience of food and wine. So we've got a fantastic cheese and charcuterie plate and you know a limited sandwich and salad menu and so it's kind What's of a you on, could spend a full know. day here and we would we would love to have you, you. welcome mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. absolutely.
1: All right, we've got one more wine on the table. I think we need to have a little sip and talk about because it's your special wine yes
2: absolutely okay. so this last wine is the crown jewel okay. of our vineyard it's called Oyster Ridge the name is a is a tribute to the petrified oyster shells that are riddled in the soil that we've talked about earlier so um, this wine is a blend of several bridles it always says Cabernet based um, this year is the first year that it's a an actual... Bordeaux blend, and it's fifty-one percent Cabernet Sauvignon, thirty-two percent Merlot, nine percent Petit Syrah, four percent Cabernet Franc, and four percent Malbec. So that's a beautiful. It's wine. amazing, you know, and it's the the top one percent of the fruit that we grow. So from all of the different, from every every block that we have, we isolate our favorite rows in each of those sections and then they're farmed a little bit differently they're farmed with mind's eye of creating this blend um and then taken to the winery and at the end of the day we they're all up for for being part of the blend and so the winemaking team really um has a lot of fun putting this wine together and it's nice to be able to showcase something that really represents the vineyard and the ranch um and it's the spirit of pastorables so in our region, it's a little bit of the Wild West in the wine community, so we don't have a rich pedigree of history. And in my perspective, that, that gives us an edge because we aren't bound by tradition. Mm-hmm. And um, from a regulatory perspective or even planting, where in Europe and other regions, they, they can't blend certain varietals together. It's illegal. Um for us, we can do whatever we want. And so I think these unconventional, unconventional blends or blends altogether is really making a mark and that consumers are, are finding that um, it gives winemaking more versatility to create something really special. So um, it's, True cowboys. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> Oyster Ridge, how much is
1: that? This retails for $60. So this is the special wine that you have when you have friends over or family holiday, perhaps, or celebration. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I, I think that price point is really reasonable for such a beautiful wine.
1: Absolutely. In, in, in the whole scheme of California Cabernets. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and Bordeaux blends. Um, it's just, it's so velvety.
2: <laughs> Thank I you. That. I appreciate that. You know, and it's we like to make it approachable. Um, and I think that the Merlot really adds the approachability and bright red fruits, but also that velvety complexity. Um, but the Petit Brudeau and the Cabernet Franc really help from, help from a ageability perspective. Mm-hmm. And so the tannin structure is there if you're wanting to age something, but it's not overpowering if you want to you know buy it and drink it today so ready to drink
1: <laughs> instead of ready to wear ready to drink there you go <laughs> so in your spare time which you probably don't have much of <laughs> what will we find you doing when it does you're not doing something with the winery or with dream big darling or wine speak
2: well it's with my family um I love riding horses and roping and so, or, mm -hmm. okay, you got to tell us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, we, we grew up riding horses and roping cattle and doing rodeo and, um, my husband's a cattle rancher. And so some of our favorite times are spent on horseback, which my, um, which my kids love. And so between that and playing basketball and my five-year-old is like, he, you play basketball. Mm-hmm. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, so there's a we play pickup three times. Well, you can play pickup three times a week. There's a there's a group of guys that I play with. It's a lot of fun. She's and, a baller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I, played, I played a
1: little basketball. Did when I was you? In high school.
2: I know we're talking about putting up a um, putting up a hoop out here in the parking lot just so we can play oh, at yeah. lunch, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and does you your five year old
0: play too? No, they
2: sure? don't play yet. They're yeah, still they pretty small. Up. But fishing is what. Yeah, he um, he. What is he like? Um, Cabby King is what he named he got the name of yesterday because he went on on the ocean for the first time and uh, with my husband and our uh, one of our best friends, and they he dropped his hook in the water, and the biggest um capism that they'd caught ever on that boat, he caught. No so way. now he's like uh, Yeah, he's very proud of himself. And oh, so we've sure. got a saltwater tackle box, freshwater tackle box. We spent oh. a lot of time rearranging lures and going. <laughs> 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 but it's, you know, it's being outside, and mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, that's what, you know, you find me doing mm-hmm. something out. Right. Mm-hmm. And And um,
1: are they aware of what you're doing with Agent Peaks,
0: and are they interested?
1: Do you see, see, them, going, kind of into, do you see them going
0: into the business? You, <laughs> you know, you're proud to be the next generation for yeah, representing your generation, right? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and as someone who values, you said your fourth generation Paso? Yes. So you, you clearly value family and history and all of that stuff, and I know the rest of the partners here do as well. So do you think that this is something you want to see continue?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I think that um, you, when you're building something, you always are building it with the idea of um, hoping that it's healthy enough in all respects to pass on to future generations. And so, um, you know, we'll see what their passion, where their passions lie, but I think that... Um, you know, teaching skills at any age is the big uh, is a huge advantage, and and so they come out and we test sugars, and they know the varietal names, and it's oh, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think just the more that you can teach them all together is is fantastic.
0: Earlier, you said though it's important to develop grit. You got to work hard, and you're someone who clearly believes in working hard, and I'm sure you're instilling that in your kids. There's no free rides around here. Yeah, you know,
2: I would say. Um, I think the generation of parents today are so, um, you know, you want to have, let your kids have the best life. But in, in the truth is that you develop character when you struggle, um, just like wine grapes, you know, the, the best wines of the world are in poor soils on in areas that you would never plant. Um, you know, like in Europe because all the grape farm ground was used for growing crops and they had to plant, you know, grapes up in, up up in the mountains and the rocks. And, and so I think like that with raising children and, um, is that's where, that's where they learn. That's where they develop character. Mm -hmm. Um, and my dad always said, if whoever you marry, just make sure they're a hard worker Mm because that will. And so, um, so I think it's, it's, uh, that was a good tip, dad. I know, I know. So, um, so yeah, I think that it's, it's really important that they even have jobs when they're when they're young or no matter what it is, carrying in groceries and making their own bed and, um, you know, just things that, that you can do to help them learn, but also make them feel like they're important and part of something because, um, that will extend hopefully beyond, beyond childhood is feeling like you're a part of something and your family and you contribute and so well, I think that's a great place to wrap things up
0: because you're looking to the future, right? Your children of the future, and this is a winery so rooted in the past with with you know ancient roots, <laughs> 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 and with your philanthropic endeavors, you are helping to um, safeguard the future for other women in the wine industry and educate people through Wine Speak. So gosh Amanda hats off to you a cowboy hat off to you, you <laughs> that, 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 yeah. big tip of the hat oh, thank you
2: for thank you for having me it's been a it's been a great morning so we so appreciate it
0: well cheers cheers, and- cheers. And- 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 alright bye right. is the place with the helpful hardware folks there's no better feeling than grilling out and there's no better place than ace to get the best grill for you and your family we have the hottest grills from top brands like big green egg traeger and weber and since our stores are locally owned and we're committed to helping our neighbors we'll also assemble and deliver your grill for free around the block what you need in stock with people who know their grills offer valid for Ace rewards members through september 7th on grills and accessories 399 and up see participating stores for scheduling or exclusions